0: Welcome to Business Buzz with your host, Frank Hellring. Do you own a small business or does that small business own you? Are you seeking increased sales, more loyal customers, lower operation costs, and brand loyalty? If you're interested in elevating your brand and expanding your reach, then Business Buzz will put it all together for you with expert guests, resources that make sense, and your opportunity to be heard. Get ready to call in with your questions and comments at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Business Buzz is out to put the buzz back into your business. Here's your host, Frank Hellring.
1: Hey, can you hear the buzz? Welcome, wherever you may be, you have found Business Buzz. I'm your host, Frank Heller, and we're coming to you live, prime time, on the Voice of America Business Network channel. And Business Buzz is brought to you today by Moda Business Solutions, because they've got resources that make sense. Well, I'll tell you what, listen, I've been saying this to you for now several weeks, I'm going to say it again. I'm sure that you're busy out there in the small business community, right? Busy. But let me tell you something. I think you need to take a look at it from a different aspect and say that you're time impacted. Yeah, because the only way that you're ever going to get that asset back is to basically become a little bit more efficient when you have situations that hit you right between the eyes, like COVID-19, where you are challenged by information, marketing, communications, or dare I say, reduction of operational costs, Hey, Motor deals with all of these. So pick up the phone down 858 251 4640. That's 858 251 4640, because they can help you blacken your bottom line. To contact the show directly, you can reach us toll free at 877 number 3 N O W B U Z or go to my live landing page, which is B I Z Z B U U Z Z dot L I V E. Well, shout out to one of my national advertisers, LeTip. Letip.com, let me tell you something, doesn't get any better in B2B, 4,500 small businesses all across this wonderful land of ours, 220 chapters. Listen, if you want to get involved in your community at the small business level with a group of people who are all focused on promoting your business, you need to go to LETIP.com, have them get you in touch with a chapter president today, get you an invitation to a local community of business owners, breakfast or lunch, and believe me, you'll be glad that you did. Well, I have been really promoting a show that I did a few months ago, which is all about veterans being murdered in their beds. You need to go to veteran V-E-T-E-R-A-N Murders, M-U-R-D-E-R-S dot com. That is a landing page, specially we put up for this particular mission that we're on. Listen, if you know a veteran or you are a veteran or you care about veterans, you need to go to veteranmurders. Plural.com right now and get with us on this mission and start spreading the news because we don't need to have one more veteran get murdered in their beds. Well, today, and oddly enough, with my guests that I have on the show today, we are gonna be talking a little bit about the virtual world. And I'm telling you something right now, Voice America doesn't do it any better than anybody else, right? No, that's a terrible statement. They do do it better than anybody else. And I'm telling you right now, if you want to have a live talk show on voiceamerica.com, you need to get in touch with me at all that contact information I gave a few minutes ago because I can show you how to enter the virtual world. Get your message out there, not have the SEC looking over your shoulder every time you talk, and most importantly, reaching an audience that's global. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm very excited about this show today because, hey, we are dealing in some arenas today that really affect your business in some very interesting ways, but I'll tell you what, power just happens to be one of them, and I am being joined by President Kevin Windbauer. Kevin has more than two years of leadership, sales and operational experience at enterprise levels. His focus is centered on building effective and efficient systems for the IT industry and military defense platforms currently. What appears to be two opposing goals meeting the mandates and demands to develop carbon neutral efficiencies, where have we heard that word carbon before, while also trying to prevent the spread of COVID-19, where we heard that term before, and any new variants that may emerge can now be achieved without sacrificing energy, efficiency, and a safer IAQ. Our teams, Kevin's teams, have developed a system that will provide a much more thorough and unprecedented indoor air quality solution for pathogen filtration and greater health and safety for any indoor environment while achieving overall mechanical engineering and HVAC eco-efficiencies and cost reductions for any new or upgraded buildings. Kevin Winbauer, welcome to Business Buzz.
2: Hey, thanks, Frank. Uh, appreciate you having us.
1: No problem. And you are joined by Bill Gans and he has experience in running and operating companies as well. Working to support a wide range of businesses, his emphasis has always been assembling the best devices to apply to each application for individual client needs. And he has found, starting up sterile, safe solutions on this journey, he has discovered that there's an amazing amount of platform designs that have been developed that are allowed for better air filtration, less energy consumption, and a host of other benefits while providing the highest indoor quality The manufacturers that they have assembled for sterile safe solutions are the top award-winning companies in the world, and they've looked at indoor air quality industry and all the components of it and the solutions. Our energy, his energy, your energy, went into providing holistic full system integration from end-to-end perspective that companies and industries could use with existing buildings or in new construction. Hey, Bill Gans, welcome to Business Buzz. Glad to have you. Nice to be here, Frank. Thank you. You bet. Gentlemen, you have really started <laughs> what I turned to be a tiger by the tail. Tell my audience all about it. Well, I,
3: I'll just start off that when the when the pandemic first came up, we just thought, what's the solution for all of this? So many industries got stopped. So many business got stopped. So many people were out of work and staying at home. So we thought, gosh, is there a solution? And we just kind of looked at that and as we stared at it. The solution for the pandemic, became evident, which also brought us to other conclusions about reducing energy and reducing carbon footprints and how businesses can run with less operating costs dramatically. And uh, it's kind of hybrided into this really, very,
1: very special offering. Kevin, you are a generation at least separated (laughs) from Bill as far as age. How did you two get together? More importantly, what makes your motor run? In sterile, yeah, safe uh, solutions,
2: you know, um, had the blessing of, of being introduced to Bill uh, just about three years ago. Uh, again, uh, over the last couple of decades, have been involved in IET, yeah, IET. I combined the two, uh, IT and and military defense, uh, and and really drilled down on operational efficiencies and and large level enterprise relationships. So, what what we started to uncover was the fact that. Uh, the largest culprit or the largest energy hog is HVAC and ventilation. Uh, so just putting my engineering hat on and, and some of the previous experiences that I've had, both on you know building planes and then large you know, networking platforms on the IT side, um, started to identify what those gaps were. Well, what really started to rise to the top for us was, boy, uh, we really have an opportunity to not only provide really high quality medical grade pathogen filtration, but make a dent on the energy side as well. And here we are, you know, three years later, and that's now the narrative with, you know, uh, Green New Deal, uh, various laws across the nation being put in place for reducing carbon footprint. So historically what used to be uh, a sacrifice if you wanted better indoor air quality, of course, your operational costs would significantly rise doesn't have to be that way anymore with uh, the solution that we've engineered.
1: You know, it's interesting you're talking about it from an HVAC. I remember in the early uh, aspects of the pandemic that uh, nursing home, right, up in Washington, that they had a COVID-19 incident. They housed that person on the first floor, basically quarantined them off, right? But one by one in that nine story building, all of a sudden they had COVID-19 breaking out in greater measure than before. You know, in that in that environment, and in a sense, that's kind of what you guys are talking about here, are you not?
2: Yeah, understanding that you know it's it's aerosolized, right? Any virus or bacteria typically becomes aerosolized very very quickly, and to be able to control that that source of contamination or that source of spread is is very very difficult, and and when you do that, you try to combat that in the, in the traditional methods. Again, you're 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 you know exponentially increasing costs whether it be through filtration or various components. Um, And at the end of the day, while uh, you've got various components that that do a good job, there's not any one particular box or widget um, that will accomplish all those goals. So we came up with a, a methodology to close the gaps on each one of those technologies and provide those operational efficiencies that we previously touched on.
1: No, now Kevin, you mentioned in your bio that you actually worked in the military sector and whatnot. Yeah, before. for about the last
2: the last uh, eight to ten years now. So, okay. so um, I don't have
1: to be concerned about the CIA or or anything like that. Right? I think
2: we're I think we're clear as okay. long as you stay okay. top level.
1: Yeah. All right, very good. <laughs> now, Bill is the most enthusiastic marketing guy I think I've run across in several years, and happens to be close to my age. Bill, how'd you get hooked up with this guy?
3: Kevin was introduced to me through a friend of ours, a mutual friend. And uh, he just literally said, I'd like you to meet him. And and we had a conversation. It turned into, you know, wh- what what we were passionate about, he was passionate about, and kind of combined the two efforts. And uh, nearly three years, we've gone, you know, toe to toe at all these projects and looking at these challenges and engineering these things and going to symposiums and going to trade shows and going to every possible online conference, you know, to to learn and be a part of and to grow. And and it's just turned into a friendship and a partnership and an ability to really, you know, touch the world locally, nationally, and globally at a time where people need help with regard to the the pandemic as it transitions into an endemic, meaning it's just with us forever. As the greenhouse gases get worse and worse locally, nationally, and globally, and as you know, economies uh go up and down, we're certainly going towards a downed economy. So businesses are more than ever looking to save money or cut costs or cut overhead. And we've dramatically affected
1: each one of those three categories. So sterile safe solutions was a literally burst out of the pandemic era, correct?
2: Yeah. And something that we touched on um in our in our show prep, Frank, was uh, you know, I I'm in my early 40s, and and, and kind of going through uh, you know various career paths, it, it's it's uh, you're 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 fortunate if you ever get to your purpose. Well, part of my journey with Sterile Safe Solutions um, has a, a personal touch to it, as my wife's parents were uh, taken by COVID 13 days apart. One of which through a nursing home, and then her husband of of 47 years went to say goodbye to his dying wife catches covid and dies 13 days later so we lost two you know the patriarch and the matriarch of the family on my mo- on my wife's side so so not only do i have a a personal vendetta when it comes to pathogen mitigation but you know being just innately born with a servant heart this this platform that we have um on the energy side some of the the national and global goals um with regard to carbon emissions it's it's a perfect alignment so i i've I found at 43 years old that I really, really love what I'm doing. It does not feel like work.
1: Bill, you've been around the block a number of years, right? And you know a thing in business called downtime, right? And downtime, especially in the restaurant industry, is the kiss of death. And if you take a look at what's happened just here in the state of California, with you know, it almost looks like you had to have a NASA spacesuit on, you know, to serve tea or or you know, fill the coffee at your local restaurants. Are you guys saying that this type of system that you have put together is going to help mitigate those downtrends that have happened in business?
3: Well, it was it was uh, all of this was birthed in the downtime. So it's what can you do when virtually every industry is stopped at the beginning of the pandemic and you know coming out of uh, being an executive in the entertainment business, every single person I knew stopped. So you know, all of a sudden you got a lot of free time that you don't necessarily want, and same with everybody. And you're at home, so can we make good use of that? And and I always said that it was kind of like if there was a, a a metaphorical village, and one of the huts caught caught fire, every man, woman, and child would grab a bucket, fill it with water, and go put the hut out. But in this case, the pandemic was like the entire village was burning. So we thought, you know, we have a lot of free time, but let's really put it to a good use. Let's just don't sit here and stare at the news and let everybody determine our fate. Let's work on ourselves. Let's work on our businesses. What's the solution? And and by God, we 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 came up with it, you know.
1: Well, let's let's look at this. We're going to be moving to our first break here, but let me. Uh, I, I own a small business, guys. I've got a seventeen hundred square foot medical aesthetic practice in the city of Yorba Linda and we see patients. Obviously, we do injectables, right? Uh, we do a lot of different therapies and different things like that. Pathogen, of course, is a big concern uh, in any type of a medical environment. Are you saying that your particular systems can help a business at that level?
2: Yeah, absolutely. We 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 like to say really anything with a door, Frank, and, and you know, in getting through some of the more technical uh, conversation here after the break, uh, we can dive into that. But with us knowing what's going on in the facility through a monitoring platform and analyzing what that particular space looks like, we can then apply the proper tools and technologies to you know, reduce the opportunity for that organism to spread.
1: Okay, so we have just a standard air conditioning system in that building. Uh, quite frankly, it's your Linda's oldest mall, right? So like it's in the ancient <laughs> era uh, of technology. So, how would we go about putting your system in there?
2: Yeah. So, uh, w- just a short disclaimer. You know, we are focused on enterprise-based business. However, with that any any you know building with a door moniker, uh, we first want to analyze what the goals are. So, are are the goals pathogen mitigation? Is it a combination of goals between pathogen mitigation and energy reduction? We would sit down with the customer and go through either a virtual or an on-site assessment and then again come together with our engineering teams to identify what those tools and technologies are and then round it out with software on the end to optimize that system.
1: Ah, so timeout, you're actually saying you're going to send an expert team out there to evaluate what is best for my business at 1700 square feet? That's what I heard you say.
2: Yeah, well, not only that, but you know, with with the evolution of technology, there's a whole heck of a lot we can get done virtually, right? So we we can get the ball moved down the field 80% uh, of the way prior to ever even stepping foot on site
1: this is nice I like this let's drill this down because do you have any idea gentlemen how many brick and mortar companies are out there you know that are dealing with this and believe me the public still has not come back to square one that environments are safe would you agree with that Yeah, 100 yeah wholeheartedly your high end restaurants are dealing with this, especially. You know, I mean, all oh, the restaurant industry is back. Yeah, really? Go to one of the high end restaurants and see how many empty chairs are in there. Because yeah. the more you have to lose, the more careful you're becoming, right? So these high end clients want the assurances that when they step back into a Morton's or a crisp, you know, uh, you know a very high end restaurant, uh, Ciro's in Hollywood or something like that, they're not going to catch this virus again.
2: Yeah. Right? So similar to how we, we've joked about, you know, the A on the taco shop, right? Or the A on the on the building from a health perspective. What if we could do the same thing with air quality and then the, the business owner or the customers could view what that actual environment looked like in real time, whether it be from a laptop, cell phone, website, you name it. So they actually knew ahead of time what that environment looked like prior to ever stepping foot on
1: site. Yeah, I love it. Cause we're gonna move to a break on that note. And we're going to take a quick break here. You're listening to Business Buzz with Frank Hellring live on Voice America Business Network, brought to you now by CaliforniaSeniorGuide.com. Oh, let me tell you something. Listen, if you're a business out there, you got a product or a service, and you want to take it into one of the biggest marketplaces in the United States with about a $3.5 trillion spending capacity, you need to get to CaliforniaSeniorGuide.com today. Bring that website up. you get a pop-up box. They'll let you Put your email in there. Put it in there. Somebody will contact you about getting a quarter page ad, an eighth page ad, a full page ad. Like I've got, Invoice America has one as well. So I'm telling you right now, if you want to get that product or service in front of the eyeballs, who can write the check or pull out the credit card, you need to go to CaliforniaSeniorGuide.com today and find out what they're all about in that senior community. Well, I've been mixing it up with sterile, safe solutions. What an incredible Couple, I guess I've got on here, Kevin and Bill. They're out to change the environment, (laughs) which is really kind of cool when you think about that because the environment definitely needs to be changed. And we're going to be right back in two and two when my advertisers have a chance to take a look at you with more buzz for your business.
4: Moda Business Solutions is your one-stop shop with a focus on time and cost savings. We let you, the business owner, focus on running your businesses instead of searching for quality products and services. Cash is king, and we strive to put more cash into your pocket. Moda Business Solutions provides top-of-the-line products and services, connecting you with trending companies. Are you ready to grow your business? Call Moda Business Solutions at 858 251 40 or visit us online at modabusinesssolutions.com
0: Visit BusinessBuzz.com. Having Frank come speak at your event can motivate your team and your customers, which means he can also motivate the growth of your business. It's time to take it to the next level. Visit BusinessBuzz.com and watch things grow. You're listening to Business Buzz with your host, Frank Hellring.
1: Hey, welcome back. here on Live with Frank Heller on Business Buzz. I've got Kevin and Bill of Sterile Safe Solutions alongside of me today. And let me tell you something, if you're a small business out there right now and you own a building, get out your notebook. Kevin, talked about my small business of 1,700 square feet, but you're way beyond that, right? I mean, I could take you to New York City. You could be talking to the Empire State Building or ratchet you over to Chicago and talk about the Chrysler Building, right? I mean, you guys aren't just in that small business space. You're in the big boy space, right?
2: Yeah, primarily focused on enterprise-based business and large commercial spaces. But but we we tease, and, and not so much tease, but anything with a door's got ventilation in it. So using uh, the, the tools and technologies that we have, both from the assessment side and then the application side, we could service really anything. But our primary focus is large enterprise, large
1: commercial businesses. Very nice. Now, you've been out of the shoot, what, a little bit, almost three years, right? Yes, sir. What kind of response are you getting from these enterprise building well, owners?
2: Um, we just got done with a roadshow up and down the state of California a few months back, going and educating um, all of the large mechanical firms across the state. And and it's been a, a primarily just that is, is education. So buildings have been built the same way for the last 30 to 40 years when it comes to HVAC and ventilation. Now those codes have started to change Alongside of what we experienced through the pandemic, and then even more so now with the longer runway for GHG and carbon emission, right? This whole net zero um, uh, reduction um, requirement, if you will. So, um, you know, it's it's we we just about a year ago we sat down with a firm who does a lot in healthcare, um, went and pitched to them, shared what we know and what we've engineered and uh, it was uh, a bit anticlimactic as we were leaving. You know, we, we we were given some kudos that, hey, you know, great pitch, great presentation, but why wouldn't we do this ourselves? They're a large mechanical engineering firm, just got done building the SoFi Stadium. Not two months later, we get a call back actually from a, a, one of their uh, brother offices up north in Northern California and said, hey guys, um, we just want to let you know that We've got a 23-site medical office building across the country that we want you to partner with on. Not only that, but that's then spawned into a, another hospital network of about 160 locations up north um, for both pathogen mitigation and energy conservation. Um, coming up this Tuesday, we're gonna be partnered alongside the United States Green Building Council on Orange County, uh Los Angeles, and California chapters, and talking about what. Uh, green buildings look like both now and then the future for the state of California and beyond. So we've got a lot, a lot of traction right now. We've got uh, some projects that are taking off in Texas. We've got a few things going on in Florida. We're uh, entertaining. Uh, I heard you mention that, um, you know, there's a large support for veterans on your show. We're taking a look at the VA hospitals right now. So we figured if we could tackle a hospital in California with uh, the, the, the tight uh, guidelines that we have here, we could do anything in the world. And it's really just spawned into that, you know, coming up here in the next couple of weeks, we'll be in Georgia at the AHR conference, sitting down with our partners out of Dubai. So um, there's really no limit to the vertical that we service. Um, we see this being really the next evolution, creating a cottage industry within a big juggernaut industry of HVAC and a really, really long runway. You can't service every building in the world, right? But that's the opportunity that we have here as a group.
1: I would think the tallest building in the world, which happens to be in Dubai, (laughs) would be very interested in pathogen uh, mitigation. Bill, let me ask you a question. Walk me through this, all right? What exactly is this technology in relationship to the HVAC? Is this something that augments the HVAC? Is it a bolt-on? Exactly what are we talking about here?
3: Yeah, it would principally be uh, edge technologies to go in conjunction with the the major HVAC unit. Uh, They are filtration devices and filtration technologies and filtration platforms that get incorporated into a retrofit of an existing building or in a new building construction, working with a, a green architectural firm that's just adopted us to install in their corporate offices and they wanna feature and sell it, it would be something that would be primarily done in all new builds because the efficiencies that we've come up with with these technologies had had really just never been used before on a a broad adoption. So really what we did is we took a series of technologies, aligned them together in one holistic package and run them all together, but very simple to incorporate into buildings, into existing buildings, uh, into new designs from an architectural perspective And uh, we've just been adopted by two green architectural energy recovery companies. So that could be our supply chain for a long time, just because of their reach, their client base, and what they do. And, and, And I think that if we look at the new technologies, like Kevin said, the industry really doesn't have many advancements. An architect designs a building, they give it to a mechanical engineering firm, they do the design, they hand it back, they go do it. They're not looking for innovation. They're not, they're doing their job like it's been 40, 50 years. All these things we have all work or all, all the top of the market, have the biggest client customer case study testimonials exist. But the way we've lined up this whole solution, it's unique in that it's the first offering of its kind with this integrative approach.
1: Okay. Let's let's uh let's boil it down to brass tacks here. Kevin, let's take the Transamerica building in San Francisco, right? Sure. Okay. Start to finish, what are we talking about? Mitigating pathogens and and helping them in their energy ROI.
2: Yeah. Start to finish. So, um, so really, there's three key points for us, right? We we would we would monitor and assess what those particular goals look like through you know various drawings or alignment with their incumbent mechanical company or or facilities folks. We would then apply uh, those various tools and technologies that Bill touched on previously. To that building to meet those goals, and then we would round it out at the end with a, a monitoring platform and a software optimization platform that it would allow those those edge technologies to really really shine. You know, I I, I use the analogy of of um, uh, uh, you know of a cell phone. Right, folks have a thousand dollar unit in their hand and they use it for talk, text, and the web. Well, this is a mini computer at the end of the day that that you know a lot of folks don't really take advantage of the full breadth of of, uh, of technology within it, it's the same way in which we would engineer and 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 go about building a, a platform for a large building, such as a Transamerica Building, or anywhere in the Midwest, or really anywhere globally. So, um, for us, you know, we the the mission is always the same, right? The mission is always the same. Now, with with a lot of this new code language and new uh, regulations that have come out. Um, we don't have to sacrifice energy for better indoor air quality or better indoor air quality with, you know, increased operating costs, which traditionally um, used to be the case. There was never, never, ever uh, the opportunity to say HVAC and large scale return on investment.
1: I'm not going to hold you to a hard and fast number, but I guarantee you that somebody who's listening right now who owns a commercial building is saying, yeah, and what does that translate to my bottom line? as far as energy reduction uh, with my power bill, because I mean, right now, as we all know, my goodness, the country of Pakistan just went down, you know, for almost two days, you know, and we've had our grid considerations here in the United States as well. Power is becoming a big deal in the United States. So when we take a look at it from that aspect, not to mention the doggone uh, natural gas in California, went up 300% to support the East Coast uh, shortage, Figure that one out, that's another show. Anyway, the bottom line here is that what are we really looking at as far as reduction of energy costs, on, let's say a 10 story building?
2: Yeah, so, so let me frame this just real quickly. So HVAC and ventilation is 50% of, of any building's operational costs. It's the largest consumptive uh, component of any building and its operational um, structure we can confidently reduce their operating costs, OPEX, by 30 to 50%, if not more.
1: Wow, that's a big number. Yeah. Bill, uh, when you come across that in a marketing conversation, do their eyes roll to the back of their head because they don't believe what you just said?
3: We're just taking our message out for the first time. It literally took us three and a half years of R&D. We've interviewed, researched, and really, really dove deep into about a thousand plus brands. We're talking all commercial at our level very, you know, heavy equipment, tall cranes, putting things in not just in-room purifier type stuff. So this is this has been really engineering heavy. All of our partners are engineering firms and scientists and attorneys and compliance officers and finance people. So engineering every aspect of this whether it's compliance for hiring people of HR, one of our biggest criteria of the hospital network we've started with in Northern California is them hiring. So the HR component, the safety aspect and health and safety aspect of their thing. We wrote the first smoke preparedness plan in the state of California, which they adopted. So what do you do in a smoke, uh, You know, if you're in wildfire season for two, three, four, five months, you can't draw on that outdoor air. OSHA says that if the particulate value is greater than X, You can't bring in dirtier air than outside, even though you have a pandemic that says you have to bring in 100% outdoor air to filter the air and dilute the air. So we came up with an engineered solution. So all of these things are kind of like a prosperity paradigm. And when I talk about tipping point 2023, that's really what we're on because we didn't reveal the message because we didn't want a bunch of people doing it wrong and say, oh, that won't work. We wanted to have it very controlled with our customers, with, with, with our R&D firms, uh, this enormously large green energy architectural firm, and which has now adopted us. And so what we look at is we look at, here's the message. What if you could have the medical-grade pathogen mitigation for offices? The U.S. Green Building Council meeting next week is at the Irvine Company's uh, Innovation Lab. Now, the largest office-holding firm in the state of California, if I'm not mistaken, is the Irvine company. So do they want to ensure that there's a solution to bring people safely back into offices, malls, workplaces, schools, businesses of all different kinds? Yes. Now, second to that's the energy consumption. If HVAC during a pandemic is elevated, so it was already high, but you do more filtration, you do more technologies, you massively increase the energy consumption. We took it the other way. You cut it in half effectively. And outside of California, it's enormous. California has some restrictions that other states don't have, regulations. that We we still can make a massive dent. Outside of the state of California, we can make an enormous dent and in other countries. But so when we look at that, there's the energy reduction. Then you look at talking to anybody about the cost of business. So if you read a press release or you see us at a live public event or or however we we came in touch with through our business development, or agency partners, you're going to see this and just go, what?
1: You know, Bill, I'll tell you, uh, we're moving towards our second break here. You got my mind going a flutter here, right? And I'm sitting here saying to myself, where have you guys come from? I mean, it's almost like, you know, in a sense, everybody and their uncle should be jumping into this space because it's one of the biggest spaces and the biggest problems on the planet right now. But Bill and Kevin, you told me that you literally, with about two minutes to go to our break, have no competition in what you're doing. How did you arrive there in yeah. about a minute and 30?
2: Yeah, so uh, really it's it's been divine, I think, on our part from a timing aspect. You know, a lot of these, we had the pandemic uh, over the course of the last six or so years, the, the codes have started to change. Um, and it's now put everybody at the starting line. Bill touched on something that says, you know, that said, you know, a lot of these large mechanical firms that serve the, service, these large buildings um, have been abiding by the same codes that have been set in place for the last 30, 40 years, and they're not responsible for innovation. So they look to firms like ours then to provide, um, you know, solutions that uh, can really move the needle.
1: Yeah. And I'll tell you, and we got to move to a break here. I want to, hit this when we come back. We talked about a little bit before we started this show, the new ESG, which is environmental, social, and governance. And if you as a small business out there do not understand what I just said, then you need to stay right where you're at because these guys are dealing with this on a massive basis. And I'm telling you something right now, sooner or later, regulatory is going to catch up with this and it's not going to be pretty. Listen, we're going to take another quick break here. Listen to Business Buzz with Frank Hellring, live on Voice America Business Network, brought to you now by... Business Group Resources. Listen, I have been telling you for now over two years, if you've paid taxes in the last three years and you don't know what the R&D tax credit is, you pick up the phone right now and dial 877-857-6875. That's 877-857-6875. Get with my good friend and buddy out there, Ken Debose who is getting a million dollars a week back in the hands of small businesses right now, plus 6% compounded tax-free interest. So do I have to take it down to your level? Stop tipping the IRS, because that's what you're doing if you don't investigate this. Ken can tell you within 15 minutes whether or not you're gonna qualify. And let me tell you something, this is all found money, Tax-free coming back to you, almost in a sense like the 3P loans, not the EIDL. You got to owe interest on that. But the bottom line here is that if you're not looking at this, then you don't understand what entitlement means. So go to that phone number, 877-857-6875 and get with business group resources together. They have been at this for 15 years. This is not something new off the block. It's been ratified all the way back to President Reagan, increased by President Obama, and continued to go through the Biden administration. God help us. So in that particular vein, I'm telling you right now, don't miss this stop procrastinating. Listen, I have been having an incredible conversation with Kevin and Bill here. We're going to be right back in 2-2 after my advertisers have a chance to take a look at you with more buzz for your business.
4: Moda Business Solutions is your one-stop shop with a focus on time and cost savings. We let you, the business owner, focus on running your businesses instead of searching for quality products and services. Cash is king, and we strive to put more cash into your pocket. Moda Business Solutions provides top-of-the-line products and services, connecting you with trending companies. Are you ready to grow your business? Call Moda Business Solutions at 858 251 40 or visit us online at modabusinesssolutions.com
1: Hey, Welcome back. Now on Business Watch, this is the segment of the show where we open up the phone lines in Phoenix and allow you, my listening audience, to call in live to the show and mix it up with me or my fabulous two guests, Kevin and incredible Bill of Sterile Safe Solutions. So pick up that phone right now and dial 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. 5790 oh, and you could be on live on Business Watch right now. Well gentlemen, before we took the last break, I'm telling you something I want to talk to you about because we did a major exposé in the Inflation Reduction Act a few months back with my politically centric co-host Natasha Friedman. Shout out to you Natasha, I hope you're listening. But we found that there was a incredible regulatory action stuck in the middle of that verbiage called ESG. Which stands for environmental, social, and governance. Far as I'm concerned, at least two out of those three apply to what you guys are doing. You agree? Totally. I,
3: I think that when you look at that, you know, it, it, you can you can create these bills and these legislation and these awareness campaigns, and and then somebody in the private sector generally comes up with a solution, and that's what we've done. So we've looked at how do you how do you actually take action with that so that it works for both the state, the government and the business. And, and really looking at that, you know, the, the developing solutions for the pandemic, developing solutions to deal with energy recovery and reduction in GHG, greenhouse gas uh, uh, initiatives and 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 still creating a profitable business, whether you're a, you're a state or federal run organization or a private sector, public or private sector business. So we've come up with that and, and you brought up something earlier about, uh, Competition. There's no competition in the space when it's a mandate, when it's a demand, when it's an executive order, when it's regulation. So, how can you deal with that so that everybody benefits from it and everybody gets the, the the mandate or the demand or the goal of the regulation or the legislation or any of these type of things? So, it's really quite simple if you look at it from a solution perspective. And the way we have energy recovery, the way we have you know goals for indoor air quality. You know post a pandemic as we transition into a permanent thing called endemic and how do you create it so there is still a business that's profitable although if there's not a profitable business then what do you have and whether it's a government or whether it's a state or whether it's a city whether it's a municipality or whether it's a private or public sector organization so we've we've looked at all of that and and because our business is is so new and what you're hearing on your show is so new that we believe we've created a cottage industry within the HVAC industry. We talked about how large that is. It's generally fifty percent of the cost of most buildings. The demand of energy of, of the building. So we, by the new technologies that we've assembled together, that we've put together in this in this mashup to create all these magnificent results, come out such that there is actually an employment opportunity because we'll be tre- we'll be training. I believe tens of millions of people locally, nationally, and globally in this new discipline that we've created at Sterile Safe Solutions. Governments could adopt it, cities can adopt it. We're currently working with a city uh, in Long Beach on a, on a city building. There are several scenarios like that, you know, where they're dealing with sick building syndrome or trying to reduce their carbon footprint or just reducing costs overall. And if you can incorporate all of those into this mandate, create new work. Create a solution for reducing energy, create a way to have businesses be profitable, create a a health and safety issue for people, hiring your people, going there, whether it's a mall, whether it's an office building, whether it's a hospital, whether it's a movie theater, whether it's a school, whether it's a church, it doesn't matter because we have solutions for all of those. So as you create these legislation, hopefully somebody in in the private or public sector says, hey, we have a solution i.e. sterile safe solutions.
1: Yeah. Believe me, Bill, I don't want to focus on the problem. Although, you know, when you take a look and you drill down into what they've done with this ESG, it's going to create a separate rating platform, okay, for businesses that have to comply with that E or that S or that G. And let me ask you a question on those lines, because anytime you have a rating, sometimes penalties are associated with that, right? Right. Kevin, so I'm I'm not going to say it, you know, from an, a, a standpoint of could you cookie cutter this, you know, for small businesses, but in a sense, wouldn't this be a big piece of what you guys are doing?
2: Absolutely. I mean, if you just take a look at uh, what they're doing in New York with the electrification of the city, uh, you know, businesses have to benchmark from an energy standpoint. And if they're over a certain threshold from that before or after that energy, uh, I'm sorry, after that energy threshold or energy benchmark excuse me they then start to become penalized right so then what is what is the opportunity and what do you do to combat that
1: well i would have to say somebody who's dealing with energy roi <laughs> is a definite factor in the state of new york wouldn't you sure well we're out of we're out
2: of it here right we're out of we're out of it from a uh, from an infrastructure standpoint here you know during the summer um we were told as Californians to not plug in our electric vehicles because the grid was already overloaded. So if you're going to start to take this approach of electrifying the United States, how are you going to add any more infrastructure to that? There's a reason why refineries and fossil fuels carry such a large footprint, right? Because they store and they make a lot of fuel. So then you'd have to duplicate what that looks like on the electrification side and we just don't have uh, the infrastructure to do so.
1: Yeah, what you're talking about, the EV space, which is lithium ion, and hope to God that Elon's not listening into this show. All right, guys, listen, uh, let's talk a little bit about, you know, and you get this question, I guarantee you. Anybody crawling up your backside on what you guys are doing right now? Because obviously you're out in front. We we, we don't
3: have any competition, and, and that's a corporate memorandum that we don't have any competition. We only have customers. And, and we believe from a solution perspective that our business is not focused on income, it's focused on outcome. And, and we've studied the times in our, our lives. You know, I'm, I'm your age and uh, you know, in times in my life I was most successful is when I was outcome oriented. I was doing what I knew, what I liked with people I liked and for the right reason. We focused sterile safe solutions energy on the outcome perspective of achieving the goal, not creating profits and resources. We know the only thing we get to keep is what we give away. And so at the end of the day, that we, we know this is a civil engineering thing. We know this is important for governments. We know this is important for businesses. We know this is important for societies. My father was a farmer and a rancher. Nobody's more ecological than farmers and ranchers and I grew up that way. And the resources that you have are critical because all life has to be sustained. At the end of the day, is there profit in it? Certainly there is, you know, but where we keep our focus in what it is, if there's anybody that adopts our platform and people say, what if they adopt your platform? Good, they should, that's an obligation. Next, everybody jump in. Next, everybody jump in. But in our life, children, the, our children, everything, it'll take three generations for people doing what we do to integrate this. So when you talk about, and, and where the where the real magic comes is, when you look at what Kevin's talking about, electrifying a building like New York, and so you push the demand back to the base load generation. Well, you cause more greenhouse generation through generating the baseload power, then you have to increase the transmission lines, and then you get to reduce it at the last mile. What ours does is reduces at the last mile you know, up to 50%, if not greater in some cases, and reduce it at the base load. So you're reducing at where the energy is being consumed and utilized, at where the energy is being produced, and it, can, it reduces the transmission costs. So we've looked at the whole solution. Instead of moving like a shell game, moving it from one side back to the other, back and forth, we've created the whole solution. And when people see this, they're like, What? Their eyes are wide open. They're looking at us. It's like, wait a second. Won't everybody do this? We pray so.
2: Yeah. If you just took half the buildings in Los Angeles, Frank, and we applied the system integration that we've come up with, we'd get to the 2030 and 2050 goals probably by the next three years.
1: So you've got a business plan that's five, 10, 15 years hence, right?
2: We we, we see a long road ahead of us, a really, really long
1: runway. You're not a public company, right? We are not. Ever intentions of going that direction? Going public in, in my background in, in finance
3: is a strategy that you'd use for different means. Uh, the The means necessary for that right now uh, don't exist. So we, we, we don't need to make those decisions yet because they're usually done by financial reasons. And the reason for the, those kind of decisions or even uh, putting our energy forth towards that isn't necessary yet.
1: I would have to say gentlemen, with what you got going, you're gonna get on Warren Buffett's radar screen pretty quick, (laughs) at least maybe, uh, you know, taking a look at you uh, at some point in the future, for sure. Listen, we've got about three and a half minutes to go in the show. I want you to tell my listening audience out there, how do they get in touch with Sterile Safe Solutions?
2: Uh, Very simple. You can go to www.sterilsafesolutions.com, solutions.com. Info at My direct email is Kevin W at We also have Bill G at uh, All of our contact information is listed on our website. We, again, are getting ready to go into some uh, public messaging here. We're going to be speaking next week at the United States Green Building Council Conference. And then the following week we'll be in uh, Atlanta, Georgia for basically the Super Bowl of all things, energy conservation and indoor air quality. So do you
1: want to give out any information in case somebody wants to attend that Irvine conference with you?
2: um, Yeah, you know, we can attach it to actually the show documents. Um, It's the bringing bringing buildings together from a green standpoint, United States Green Building Council. uh, You can be found on, uh, if you Google search Eventbrite, United States Green Building Council, Orange County. You'll see it there for the 31st from 5.30 to seven o'clock. We've got uh, ourselves two of the largest construction companies across the United States will be there. Uh, a various uh, uh, lineup of uh, green architectural and and uh, emissions-based companies. Uh, should be a really, really good mashup. We're, we're really excited.
1: Very cool. Bill and Kevin, thank you so much for spending the time with me today. You are now official alumni uh, of Business Buzz and Business Watch. And when we bring up our brand spanking new website, you will be listed there and rostered, uh, definitely under one of those ESGs. (laughs) So people can find you, okay? I close the show. I can't help but date myself. You guys remember a movie called Operation Petticoat with Cary Grant and, uh, and Tony Curtis, well, it was a wartime movie and Cary Grant was the captain of the submarine and Tony Curtis was his supply officer, right? So during a Japanese attack, all of a sudden, Cary looks around and goes, where's Mr. Holden? And the executive officer says, I don't know, sir. But the last thing he said before he left, in confusion, there is profit. So gentlemen, <laughs> I would have to uh, sum it up, you know, the Sterile Safe Solutions stepped in that space. Thanks very much, very much for being with me today. And thank you for tuning in to Business Buzz today. If you'd like to be a guest or you have a business that needs to elevate your brand and expand your reach, you can reach us toll free at 877-3-NOWBUZ number or go to my live landing page, B-I-Z-Z-B-U-Z-Z dot live. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm going to have a great show next week. I'm not going to tell you what it is. Curiosity killed the cat. The buzz factor of your business is what we seek to increase week in, week out. Tune in next week where I have more fantastic guests like Kevin and Bill of Sterile Safe Solutions, and we're going to bring more resources to make your business buzz.
0: Thanks for tuning in Business Watch and Business Buzz with Frank Elring. We'll be back next Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. We hope to have you join us again next time for some more terrific ways to revitalize your small business.